Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are speaking with Kimberly Mastin, who is planning a very unusual and fantastically fun-sounding wedding at Discovery Cove in Orlando and a welcome party at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I wanted to talk to Kim because I think she's come up with some great alternative ideas to a Disney's fairy tale wedding that still incorporate a lot of the fun and magic of the theme parks, but do it in a different way that you don't hear about too often. So today we're going to listen as Kim shares the story of planning this event, which is going to be held in December, and what it's like to do all this planning from afar, something that's not as well known. There aren't as many resources online for planning this kind of thing. So I think she's going to have some great insight into how to do this if this is something you're interested in. So welcome, Kim. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, I was really excited to read about your plans because I love how you've sort of cherry-picked the different kinds of experiences and put together your own kind of wedding without just going straight through Disney or straight through the Swan or whatever. And I'm interested to hear what the process was when you were deciding where you wanted to get married, how you ended up with this idea. Well, it's definitely become an evolution of different ideas and plans that we have just stumbled across over the past year. But I knew that I always wanted to have a destination wedding and preferably in Florida because I didn't want people having to fly um, to some tropical location or anything. So we knew we wanted it to be in Florida and we went to Discovery Cove for a day last year and we both just fell in love with it. And my fiance asked me if it was possible to get married at Discovery Cove and I told him it probably was, I guess anything's possible with the right amount of money but so I I kind of put it off and you know I'll try to find out more information so we got home and I emailed uh, Discovery Co and they sent me an email back with two wedding packages that they offered that were surprisingly affordable so we were really excited about that. That's cool. And now I know you mentioned in your planning journal on the Diz that originally you guys were looking at a Disney's fairy tale wedding and then you looked at a swan and dolphin wedding. So can you talk a little bit about what made you decide not to go those routes? Sure, sure. Um, I, of course, first of all, wanted a Disney fairy tale wedding. And when we went there last, we went for a trip last December, we were going over different areas around Disney World. And I'm like, you know, this is also a wedding venue and this is a wedding venue. And we went back and forth on the amount of people that we'd want to invite and the cost of having those amount of people at our wedding would have just been astronomical. So then we went back to a swan and dolphin wedding and I just, I never fell in love with any of the locations, but I love the flexibility of the swan and dolphin weddings. We, we just have gone through the different ideas and just keeping our eyes open to any option in the Orlando area to where we could just still have parts of our wedding be Disney-fied and still keep the 
cost around where we wanted to keep it. So it sounds like Discovery Co. fit the bill. Can you tell me a little bit about the packages that they have and how the wedding day works? Sure, sure. They offer um, two wedding packages, one that's called the Grand Wedding Package, and it's up to 30 guests in addition to the bride and groom. The couple has to provide the officiant. The wedding package includes a private cabana that you can use throughout the day. They set up all the chairs and they bring out some like decorations, like flowers and pots and things like that. And you get a DVD of all your photos throughout the day, throughout the park. You get a reserve locker section for you and all your guests. And that package is uh, $1,259.95. And that's not including tax, of course. (laughs) You got to add the tax on top of that. But that also does not include admission for your guests. That's on top of the cost of getting your guests into Discovery Cove. And then they also offer a smaller wedding package, which they refer to as the intimate wedding package. And that is up to 10 guests in addition to the bride and groom. That one is $859.95. And it pretty much includes the same things as the larger package, just the amount of of people you can invite goes down. So we have decided to go with the grand wedding package, obviously, because we have more than 10 guests that are coming to our wedding. And then how does it work with admission? Because I know Discovery Cove is pretty pricey, but there are cheaper tickets if you're not going to swim with dolphins? Correct. They have two different types of admission prices. There's about a $100 difference between they have, it's called a day resort package. And that just includes everything except for the dolphin swim. And the dolphin swim, I believe, is 30 or 45 minutes of your day. But you get all your food and drinks are included. They have a grand reef where you can swim with stingray and different coral reef type fish. And they have an aviary where you can feed birds and like a lazy river and just different water areas to go in. So tell me how the day is going to go. You're going to have the ceremony and then your guests are going to enjoy everything that the park has to offer? Or Yeah, well, they, they require us to be there and checked in by 7.30 in the morning. So we can't have any uh, late risers <laughs> coming to our wedding. So at 7.30, everyone has to be there to check in. And then at 8.30 is when the wedding begins. And then after the wedding, everyone's kind of released to do whatever they want to do and we will reconvene around noon for uh, lunch. We have a reserved section for our group lunch and then the afternoon is free for if people want to leave, if people want to you know, go swim with the fish or just relax in a chair, they can do whatever they want. Now, I have a dumb question. Uh, I'm sure this is like the questions that Disney brides get when people ask if Mickey's going to marry them. But um, <laughs> are, are you going to be in the water when you have your ceremony? Or? No, no, no. It's um, actually uh, on the beach and right in front of where their dolphin cove is, where you would go to swim with the dolphins. They have the dolphins swimming around in the cove because that's where they live at during the day and at night. So they're just swimming around right there in front of you while you're getting married. And then they have all the seats and everything set up in the sand on the beach. So it's kind of like a beach wedding with your dolphin (laughs) swimming around behind you. That sounds great. Maybe you're getting questions from your guests. Are they going to show up in swimsuits or are they going to wear nicer clothes and then change? 
Oh, yes. I have gotten that question often about what <laughs> some people think that they're going to be shirtless and wearing their bathing suits. Well, our dress code is just beach casual. And then there's lockers that they can change into. Um, I know some of our guests are not uh, water park type people, and they're just looking forward to sitting in a chair, soaking up some sunshine and reading a book. So, you know, we, we don't have any requirements that everyone has to get in the water or anything like that. But and then once you're in your swimsuit to go into the water there, you have to put on one of their wetsuits or their wetsuit vests. So you still wouldn't be in your bathing suit. You would still have to put something over on top of that. But most of the older people, I imagine, will just be hanging out in the chairs while the younger people kind of do their thing and run around. <laughs> and do they give you a wedding planner or a wedding coordinator who kind of works with you on all of this? Um, we were given a uh, wedding planner. I There hasn't been a ton of communication back and forth. I, I kind of get the impression that as basic and simple as the wedding packages are, that they kind of wait until a month, a month and a half out to really get the final details of your wedding worked out. The, my planner has, you know, responded to most of my emails, but it hasn't been like a touchy feely relationship <laughs> where we, you know, communicate often. Are you adding any other more traditional touches like getting a bouquet, having a wedding photographer, doing a sand ceremony, anything like that? We are. We hired Randy Chapman for our, the photography, but you can have an outside photographer, but they also for an extra $500 have a uh, photo package. I don't know where they get their photographer from, but you get a photographer for one hour um, and you get two wedding CDs and 15 six by eight photos. So that is always an option. We just decided to go with an outside photographer. Um, the package also, both of the packages also uh, include the, a bridal bouquet and the groom's boutonniere. We're actually going through an outside source to get our flowers, so we're not even going to be using that part of the package. Interesting. So you'll have those delivered to you before you reach the park? or Yes. We're staying at the Polynesian the, night, the day before, so they'll be delivered there. Oh, that's great. And then this is always very important to me. What are you doing about cake? Oh, cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'm hoping to have several times of having cake. We're having a dinner before uh the wedding at Ohana's the night before I'm planning on getting a cake then and we're looking into getting a cake delivered from it's tasty too ah. to the actual after the ceremony or during probably after the lunch portion because they have a champagne toast that is included with the packages and I'll probably try to get a cake that night when we go to, <laughs> when we have dinner there's always time for more cake <laughs> that's great uh, so let's see, your meal is included in your cost of your admission, and then you're going to do the cake maybe. Are you doing anything that night? We went back and forth on this. I had had my heart set on having a dessert party uh, through Disney, but, you know, getting up at 4.30 in the morning and then being at Discovery Cove all day and out in the sun, and it'll be 6, 7 o'clock by the time we get back. I just, I ended up having to just, you know, had planned that for another time and we're going to take it easy and we're going to, we have a dinner reservation at Gico at Animal Kingdom Lodge so just the two of us so we're looking forward to that to just have some time to ourselves after the wedding. That sounds like a really good idea. Yeah it will be very nice. <laughs> 
But then you are doing something that I find really interesting. You're doing a welcome party at Animal Kingdom. How did that come about? It kind of, I started thinking of the amount of guests that we have coming from out of town. And we had planned a a dinner for our immediate family, like I said, the night before the wedding. And I, I didn't want the only time that our family gets to meet and hang out with each other to be the morning of the wedding. So I started thinking of different ways that we could incorporate something where everyone could meet each other. And at first I thought about just a a common area of a resort and bringing in food trays. And But then I started thinking of the logistics of all of that and coordinating, getting food trays and telling everyone how to get to a certain resort depending upon where they're staying at. So posted on the disc that I was thinking about doing this and I remember somebody responding that I should look at the attic and I decided to contact Disney's catered events people and they emailed me back right away and I started I got signed a cast member there and he's extremely helpful he went over all the different options with me at the attic and checked into it. And apparently, because it's the first two weeks of December, it's a really slow time for the boardwalk in. And the amount of staff that they have is not as high as it is during other times of the year. So the cost per person to have a breakfast there was astronomical. So that kind of got thrown out the window. And but he came back with all these different options. And then he said one of his favorite places to have a breakfast is the Tamu Tamu Courtyard at Animal Kingdom. And then I was sold. So that's how easy it was. That's really cool. And are they requiring you to bus your guests in backstage or are they going to let you walk from the gate? Well, he asked me if any of my guests had park admission. And I really didn't know at that point who was going to have it and who wasn't. So I said I would just assume that they all would not have it for that day. So the plan is we're meeting an escort at the uh, flagpole up at the front of Animal Kingdom. And then they will escort us back to the courtyard where our breakfast will be. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, we didn't have to pay for transportation or anything. Everyone can just meet at the front of the Animal Kingdom. And then it sounds like you also added a really fun surprise at the end. Yes. He had mentioned doing the ride mix-in with Kilimanjaro Safaris, and I kind of, you know, dismissed it at the time. But the more I thought about it and how our most of our guests have never been to Disney World, And most of them are also only coming for the wedding for like a long weekend. And I didn't know how much time they would be really spending in the park. So I thought, you know, this is the perfect ride that almost everybody can ride. And why not have that as a memorable experience to add on to our wedding? That's very cool. So tell me a little bit about what you're going to be serving at your breakfast at Animal Kingdom. Well, we were given a different selections to choose from. What we decided to go with were the scrambled eggs with cheese and bacon. That you got your choice between bacon and sausage. And uh, we decided to go with the assorted pastries. And they'll have coffee and different juices. And then I'd had my heart set on having Mickey waffles. So we decided to add a Mickey waffle action station. And there'll be someone there actually cooking them and then uh, have an assortment of different toppings to go on the waffles as well. So That sounds great. How long is the event going to last? 
Um, it is an hour without the ride. Um, I think they've added on an extra half an hour with the ride added on. Well, this sounds very cool. And I just love how you've managed to put together all these different ideas to make something that's tailored exactly to what you two want. Do you have any tips or advice for someone who is looking for an alternative to a Disney's fairy tale wedding? Well, I, you know, it was really important to me that even though we weren't having a Disney wedding, that I, I really wanted to incorporate the Disney touches into the day surrounding our wedding. There's just so many options to include Disney into any wedding that I was really only limited by the amount of time that I could squeeze everything in. So, I mean, I would just suggest not to rule anything out. And there may be other places and options to have an unbelievable wedding and that you didn't realize were out there and still ways to incorporate Disney into your day or your trip surrounding the wedding. That's great. Is there any place online where people can go to read about your plans? Um, I do. I have a planning journal on on the disc, which is wdwinfo.com. And I don't have a wedding website per se. So I think that would be it. Well, that's cool. And then if people follow that, they'll get to see when you get back and you post your pictures. I know I can't wait to see them. True. I I will have my pictures and I'll put the video up there as soon as I get back because I'm more excited to share with people that, you know, get the whole Disney wedding than just the random people on Facebook that may not understand how exciting it is to get married at Disney World. (laughs) Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing your plans with us. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. Well, thank you so much for having me and talking with me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.